When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up the King's Coast Coffee. Welcome to episode 94 of Star Wars and Scotch, live from the Rare Drop and D429 Studios in Tampa, Florida, sponsored by King's Coast Coffee, kingscoastcoffee.com. How's the new intro? That was really good. I even brought brought my, my bag of King's Coast. This is what I'm drinking today. Is that Roaster's Choice? Yeah, it's Roaster's Choice. This is, uh, which one is it? This is, I think Wayne is is trolling on this one. It's Hue 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 Tanago. No, he's not. That exists. Really? I've seen the, I've seen the invoices. <laughs> I've been, I, have been on, I have been on the internet far too long because when I see, when I see Hue Hue, I think of the lizard that laughs. And he's just going Hue 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 I know so, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I have been on the internet too long. I thought he was trolling. But it's uh, it's got notes of blackberry, jam, caramel, and creamy. The caramel definitely shines for me today. It's very good. Oh, I love that we even put the altitude that was grown at. Yep. Yep. 1,500 well, to 2,000. You can head over to com and get yourself some Roaster's Choice. Highly recommend joining the King's oh, Club so and doing good. that on subscription because Wayne swaps it out all the time and finds new and interesting things across the world to tickle your taste buds i hate oh, the way good. i just said that no that was really good that was really really uh, good handbaking uh, your coffee beans to tickle your taste buds kingsghostcoffee.com i love how we make it sound like wayne is like in guatemala right now with a coffee bean like holding oh he's got like the, the he's got like the 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 safari explorer hat on with like the mosquito the, spray if he did that and, he would probably dress exactly like indiana jones most definitely wayne i would too probably though crack a whip snakes why did it have to be snakes uh but uh yeah head over to kingscoastcoffee.com fifth anniversary coming up soon so oh that's God. exciting yeah yeah we got some uh some cool stuff in the works for that and then after that is the holidays which means coco returns soon well we have to get through things we have to get through halloween first nope because i was in target yesterday and there's you know, already it's halloween. all christmas it's all christmas it's christmas everywhere halloween a little bit of Thanksgiving and even more Christmas. It's Christmas. Amy went. Amy, I was like, Amy, we need some fall decor for the house. Like, let, let's get some fall 
and she went to a, a local like um, decor place and she's like, they don't have it. They don't have it. I was like, what do you mean they don't have it? like they're, they're waiting like they're going to put it in like next week. She's like, no, they're just going to go right to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Like, yeah, you needed to get fall in like in like May. No, but it didn't exist. It was spring. It was spring. Fourth of July. It was Easter. Fourth of July. Summer. And then now Christmas. You weren't looking hard enough. What do you mean? I wasn't looking hard enough. <laughs> this, I, I blame I the Halloween. It. I blame the Halloween people. You want to know why? Okay, go for it. As someone who hates Halloween, it is I don't, my I least don't like it. Fav- it's my least favorite day of the year. Mm. Uh, the only cool thing is I could dress up as a Star Wars character. Uh, but I could do that any day of the year, so it really doesn't matter at the end yeah. of the day. Um, they're the ones who are like, well, if you can start celebrating Christmas right after Thanksgiving, I can start Halloween in July. Mm. Do you think that, like, like dressing up and Halloween and, like, just, like, cosplaying, do you think cosplaying is taken away, like, from, like, the excitement of getting dressed up? Because we're adults now and we have big kid money. And we're like, I can fucking dress up whenever I want. No. No? Really? Because for I me, I never I'm liked like, Halloween. <laughs> Even well, I don't like kid, Halloween I like either. Halloween. I think it's a chore. But as a, like as as an adult, as a kid, I think I, I had fun dressing up. I was the kid who went to school with the shaving cream all over me because I was out pranking and doing stupid shit. Like oh. I, that was my excuse on Halloween. Egg your friend's oh, I wasn't house. Allowed to do like that. that. I wasn't allowed to do it. I did it anyway. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to do that. We live very different lives, Kevin. We did. We did. But yes. here we are here, here talking we are. about Star Wars, the common <laughs> the thread. Show. Also, we had a really good. Really good talk this morning about whether or not Magneto is... That was a really good thought exercise. I like that. It started with Magneto and Mjolnir. Could could he lift it? Which says in Marvel lore he can. Okay, because they say that he controls magnetic fields. And so I feel like that's a rabbit hole because the movies and even like the animated series and whatnot, they always painted Magneto as someone who could control metal. Um, cause like Wolverine, for example, the animandium, like that's the reason why he could control Wolverines because he was, he had metal graft to his skeleton. But if it wasn't for the, like, or, or like his escape scene, he's like, oh, I have, I sense there's iron in your blood. You know, it's just like, and he pulls the freaking iron out and makes little balls and stuff. It wasn't that he was controlling his magnetic field. He was, he was controlling the metal that was in his blood. So like, that's why I'm having a hard time believing that he can control all these magnetic fields because Everything has a magnetic field. Even the planet has a magnetic field. And I was like, well, that means he could kill a planet. Because all he has to do is just flip the magnetic poles, and there you go. You just destroy everything. So but Is he strong enough to do that? That would be the question. But that's the whole thing. Is like, what's his limitations, et cetera, et cetera. That's why I always thought that the idea of him moving metal objects always made more sense than him being able to control any and every magnetic field. Whoever they bring in to play Magneto... For these new act for MCU X Men is got huge. He's got shoes big to fill. shoes to fill, most definitely, because the past two Magnetos have been phenomenal. Uh huh. Uh, and then we heard a rumor this week that Giancarlo Esposito wants to be Professor X, which I say yes. Sign I it. would love that book so it. much. Do whatever you need to do to get him to play Professor X, because that would be. So It'd have to good. be alternate timeline. Professor Xavier, but most it's definitely. MCU. It can be whatever That's they what I'm want. Saying, but point. it can't be. It can't be Earth six one six or six eight six three. Whatever. Whatever the actual, the one where our current Professor Xavier lives in. Our bald, beautiful Captain Picard, Professor Xavier. Well, they established that's not the same universe already. That's why when they went to in Multiverse of Madness, spoilers. Uh, 
he was sitting there because that version of him that I'm not saying that universe was the X-Men Fox universe. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's obviously other versions of him out there. Just well, yeah, because he had a different wheelchair in that one. He had the 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 uh, carts or the, the comic book wheelchair. Did you like the meme I sent you with the where he like went around the half pipe around the yes. roof? Yeah, it was really, really good. <laughs> and then Whoa. we heard that Henry Cavill might be playing Dr. Doom. I support this 100%. I also support God that. Because everyone's dude. like, he's going to be Captain Britain. I'm like, Henry Cavill is not going to leave being Superman to be Captain Britain no. in in freaking MCU. He's no, like, no, no. Dr. Doom. There's nowhere else he can go. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that's like a downgrade. So, uh, yeah, that's that's more. But it does, it does lead into one of the topics I wanted to bring up today. Gizmodo has an article out uh, as of uh, about yesterday afternoon. Uh, D23 Expo panels will reveal the future of Marvel, Star Wars, Disney Parks, and more. Um, and it kind of just goes through the schedule of what they're going to be talking about. There's some interesting things on here if you're a Disney fan in totality. Like, there's a Simpsons panel. Um, there's Keep on a magic- forgetting that that's a Disney IP. There's a lot of Fox in here. There's... Um, uh, and poor magic- Universal Studios. <laughs> they're just now like... They're like the Disney side park. Yes and no, though, because Universal lowered their annual price when Disney raised theirs, and apparently their attendance is out through the roof right now. Right. I'm talking about the IPs that are at the Universal Studio theme park. But Universal's still comics for Marvel. It's completely different. Right. Most definitely. Well, because there's also a rule that they can't build any of the Marvel stuff on this side of the Mississippi. But it's you're not a right. rule, it by the is, way. It's a gentleman's agreement. It's the it's their it's their rule that they made for each other, a gentleman's agreement. Um but it's it I mean it's still technically owned by Disney. It's still a Marvel IP. Um and Simpsons, like they have the whole Simpsons ride where Back to the Future used to be. It's just like slowly but surely it feels like Disney is creeping on Universal Studios here in Orlando. Isn't there another IP that Disney owns that un- isn't universal? Probably. Oh, Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, so I said the Simpsons ride. Yeah. And then um uh, but Nintendo with their partnership with Nintendo, they're gonna change the game right there. Oh, have you seen the have you seen Nintendo World? Like the clips coming it's out of there? Incredible. Dude, it's insane. It looks really I'm ready cool. for that Mario Kart ride. So hard. <laughs> there's like certain there's a ride where you have to you can only get it if you like got different stars from other parts and then you and then you present it and then you can actually get into this secret ride. Like oh, it's so they've cool. they completely video gamed the entire experience. It's so neat. I want to see what they do with Zelda there. That's that's the biggest one for me. The only thing cool coming out of Batu right now, Kevin, if you've been paying attention, um, the bounty hunter stuff has been activated. So all these people going around like like doing this bounty hunter stuff. It's cool, but again, it's a, it's another fucking add on another microtransaction, right? You know, it's the same idea when you go into the Magic Kingdom and you do that card game and you have to like go and collect the Pokemon cards and and uh, Merlin shows up. Um, it's the it's exact same the bit. It's getting to the point where it's like, what am I paying for to get it? Just to walk around and see shit, yeah. like. And that's what's annoying me. Mm-hmm. Um, for D23 Studio Showcase Day 2, it, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1, a. M. E, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern is the is Marvel. Uh, this is Studio Showcase Day 2, so I believe it's September 10th. Yeah, September 10th. That's a Saturday. Ooh. Yep. Uh, uh, this is the description for Marvel, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Studios, which is Fox. Uh, welcome all multiversal. Intergalactic and world-spanning adventurers as Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Studios preview upcoming titles including sneak peeks, 
and special guests. So for us, that's the one we're going to want to watch. Yeah, um, I'm going to uh, put my PJs on and pour some coffee and watch that. And just going through Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Bob's Burgers has a panel. Um, Marvel Comics. <laughs> so crazy. Right? Celebrating 60 years of, of Spider-Man. Celebration of Encanto. Uh, which I'm happy they're diving deeper in Encanto. It's such a good movie. Um, Dreaming, designing, and bringing to life the Disney Wish, which is their cruise ship that they just We'll be launched. going on that uh, the end of September, Amy, Kyler, and I. That's going to be fun. I can't wait to hear Because they have a lot of Star Wars and Marvel stuff on there. They I'm really do. Excited to hear what, yeah. you, uh, what you get out of that. Uh, sneak peek at Zootopia Plus from Walt Disney Animation Studios. I will repeat what I always say when Zootopia comes up. You done fucked up big time by not making the Avatar world Zootopia. Just my point of view. Or Kashyyyk. That, well, it'll be Kashyyyk after they realize that no one gives a flying fuck about Avatar. Um, what are you talking about, dude? James Cameron just says, shut the hell up and enjoy his movie. Yeah, Pocahontas in space. Um, a boundless future. <laughs> Disney Parks experiences and products. Uh, this is Sunday. Uh, Back to the grid, 40 years of Tron. Um, Walt Disney Imagineering, 70 years in the making. Uh, and this is the weird one at 4 p.m. on Sunday. FX's American Horror Story behind the screams. <laughs> oh, that's sick. That I've weird? never watched any of the... Uh... The American Horror Stories. The people that watch them love them, but I, I, at least the earlier seasons, uh, everyone's like, you should watch the one with the murdering clown. Yeah, that sounds like a great Saturday night for me. You hate clowns. With no, Ben passion. hates clowns. No, no I you hate clowns. clowns. That's I what it is. You hate clowns. With a passion. Remember me when we went to Bush Gardens? Yeah, I was a little, yeah. And then the carnival was closed, and I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he was really, yeah, because we were forcing him to go through that ride. <laughs> but it was closed, so I was like, ah, yeah. I almost punched a clown once at a haunted house. Um, he got too close. I was like, the Chappelle show's scared. You're too close, man. <laughs> Kevin stabbed a clown. Wouldn't be the first time, won't be oh the last. Wow. Uh, Cinemablend.com has another interesting article. Um, so have you heard? I didn't hear about these rumors, but apparently what? there were rumors that. They were going to reshoot parts of Empire Strikes Back. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, they were going to they were going to reshoot when like during the filming of the original one or new shots that were going to fill in new shots that they were going to add. Yeah, we it. talked. We didn't we talk about this a couple of weeks ago. Was it a couple of weeks ago? This was, yeah, this feels. Yeah, I remember. Us it talking felt like about, a shitty rumor, though. And didn't that's we talk about this with it. all things Kenobi? Yes, but it was felt like a shitty rumor. Anyway, the point of the article is Mark Hamill addressed it directly. No way. Yes. What did yes. he say? Filmed four months after we wrapped principal photography on ESB. I don't know what that was. It wasn't a reshoot. It was an ad. Oh, thank you. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, it wasn't. An, it wasn't a reshoot. It's an added scene. Concerned about the downbeat ending and thorough defeat of the protagonist, they wanted to add in an uplifting moment of hope and rejuvenation to ensure the audience. So there is a added scene, extra, not a reshoot, extra scene. Wait, going when was into this? Empire Strikes Back. So when? So it was, it was shot four months after the after, and so in this was what year was this? Eighty something. Eighty eighty two. Eighty. Okay. Okay. So, so when we talked with All Things Kenobi, it was a it was a rumor that they were going to come in like now and 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 reshoot scenes. So that's what we were talking about. So this is this is two completely different things. Interesting. 
Right. So, well, no, it's the same rumor. It's just Hamill saying it's not a reshoot. They're adding an extra scene to the movie to establish a bit more hope at the end of the movie. They are going to add a scene. They're adding a scene. It is not a reshoot. They're not They're not taking something out and putting something new in. Yeah. I was trying to, to figure it. out where in the timeline we were. We're now present. I understand. Yeah. It's Get so, it. I don't know when that's going to I don't hit, understand but. what needs to be done that's up that's uplifting. They even say that they're going to like they're going to they're going to rendezvous and they're going to get Han like you 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 know they're going to go get Han Solo back. Like they, I feel like that's established. I don't understand what do they need to add? I guess for future generations watching it for the first time. But we all watched it for the first time. <laughs> like I I don't understand. Yeah, that the, the thing I struggle with is is, is it's the it's in my opinion, and from what I, I'm not saying there's any official data on this. There might be, but I don't have any. It's probably the most well liked Star Wars movie in the entire franchise, uh, especially from the original trilogy. Everybody loves Empire, right? I would say that Rogue One is probably the only Star Wars movie that people might say is better than Empire at this I point. Really like, really like Rogue One. A lot. Everyone likes Rogue One. It's just a phenomenal movie. You know who doesn't um, like uh, Cassian Andor? Who? Pool Shark. Why? He doesn't I don't know. We had this long conversation on stream the other day about uh about Cassian Andor and he was like, I don't think his character really was worth anything. And I, I don't know why they're making a show about it. I don't like it sounds like something Eric would say. Yeah, we had a long conversation about it. Anyways, continue. <laughs> I really <laughs> I really like I'm I I enjoyed Cassian. I thought he was cool. How could you not? He's, he's, the, he's the, a fucking spy for the rebellion. It's mission awesome. impossible of uh of the Star Wars universe. Uh speaking of Andor uh, more uh, details on the series length. Uh, this comes from Star Wars Newsnet. One of the biggest details was the period of time that Andor will cover. Gilroy revealed that season one will cover a single year in Cassian's life, while season two will jump between events over the course of four years. As we've oh. previously heard, the series is currently planned to end after the second season, meaning we're going to get around five years of Cassian's life. So there's scenes where he's a kid, so I would assume those are flashbacks and not taken into consideration here. So there's going to be 12 episodes that cover one year. Yep. So we're not going to get that breakup of three, 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 three? Might or be. Four, four, like, four? This is the first three months. This is the next three months, so on and so forth. Yeah, and then and then the following season's going to be year broken one, up into year years. Two, year three, year four. Interesting. Well, we know we're get, we know that it's going to be pretty early on because we did get that clone the um the clone trooper dropships. We saw that one scene where they were dropping into atmosphere. Um, so it's going to be during Clone Wars period. So yeah, he's going to be really young. Well, no, not necessarily. Those could be flashbacks because, like we said, it could it could be flashbacks. But that seems like a really weird that seems like a really weird scene to have a flashback. It also could just be extra footage they just threw in there to throw us off, like they always do. We um, don't need. You know, we don't know his story though he could exactly yeah i mean like that could be that could be the siege of a planet where he's at and like that kind of like is his beginning um yeah so it'll be interesting to see i don't i don't remember how old he is i don't know like where so we like we know that he gets enlisted into the empire and it's early um so it's with well we don't we don't know if he's enlisted or he's undercover but i'm saying like he's but he gets like so he he gets put into the empire and it makes we make it the trailer has made it out to seem that he is putting himself there because he's a spy, right. um, but he looks very young, and this looks like the beginning of the um, like the empire. Um, so we know it's kind of near the um, uh, animated series, Clone Troopers, Bad Batch. 
um, you know, right around the Bad Batch time as they are as they are getting rid of the clone troopers, they they finish off Camino and they actually start enlisting real real people. I made a good point in the notes. He said it could just be clones still being used by the Empire too, because Bad Batch is when that one well, admiral is right, like, that's, we're that's gonna what get I'm rid saying of the clones. That's what I'm saying. Like this time period could put us very, very close to Bad Batch. That's what I'm trying right. to figure out, like where we're going to be. So I think that we'll be like Bad Batch and Andor will will very much so link up at some point or we get damn clones, near close to it. We know the clones are out of commission by the time Obi Wan season one rolls around. Correct. So within those five years, yes. You know they. That's why. That's why I think Bad Batch will be our closest thing to Andor as far as like where it all falls. Yeah. At least that I first we'll that see... first year. I wonder if we'd see animated Cassian at some point in Bad Batch season two. That sounds like a fan service kind of thing. So yeah, yeah but they, maybe, but like they uh, do that. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said maybe, but because uh. it wouldn't make any sense for it wouldn't make any sense for the Bad Batch to bump shoulders with Cassian because at that point he is inserting himself into the Empire. Um, so may, maybe it is like maybe he's like a you know a low level like lieutenant or some type of just officer what and if they're so, getting like, information maybe? or they're doing yeah exactly so it could something be something like that. like that where it's like a like a quick little like ah uh, hey you know thing but like i would i would hate for him to become like an animated like fundamental character for the bad batch yeah you know because like ahsoka well, has ahsoka has become like a fundamental character for uh mandalorian right like right. those those guys kind of like it makes sense. They're both live action for them to move around like a chess piece around the board makes sense. But to take animated and live action, other than Fennec, but like Fennec made sense because it was so far. Like she was in Clone Wars at that point, right? And then and then we see her ag again later on. So she's only thirty or forty in Clone Wars. She's you know in real life she's sixty. Yeah, she's much older. She's well, but also the timeline makes sense when we see her in animated. Exactly. She's a lot younger, and then when we see her again, she's a lot older. So yeah. like that works. So like I, I don't know. Maybe I hope I hope I'm like Ming Nguyen when I'm sixty. No. Ben, you just turned forty. You're fine. You look great. I know, but I want to be like as agile and active as Ming Nguyen. Okay, I wasn't sure if this is like I'm forty and I'm dead. Okay. Whew. No, that was last weekend. I'm okay, good. Wow. Okay. All great. the decorations have been taken down. I'm back to normal now. Yay! <laughs> she put them up, and I was like, "Yay! Let's celebrate my death." And she's like, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> you guys didn't uh, know Kevin's birthday was was on Sunday, so he's he's now in his Tim's his, birthday his is prime. Sunday of this week, right? Yeah, yeah. Amy's of course. Yesterday. Your present was supposed to come today, and I got an email yesterday being like, "You're." will arrive on Monday, August 15th. I was like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> so yours, gonna, yours, yours is going to take a while. It might actually end up becoming a Christmas gift. But... <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, we should we should pull and get something cool for Ben, too. I think I have the... I'm thinking um, uh, uh, one of the... What, who, what's the company that makes the cool statues? Sideshow. Um, oh, okay. Whew. I was like, man, uh, Home Depot. I was thinking like lawn ornaments. Like I didn't know where we were going. No, no, no. There's a sideshow thing. I'll send it to you afterwards. Mm -hmm. so I think we should get back. Um, Giancarlo Esposito teasing his return to Mandalorian season three. Color everyone not surprised. Uh, nope. I got to tell you just to share something with you without spoiling anything. Season three of the Mandalorian is off the chain. You'll be amazed. End quote. Giancarlo said that. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, he leaked that he was going to be in season two. I bet, like, we already knew that. No, no, he leaked that he was going to be in season three. That's what it was. 
He started talking about Mandalorian season three during his in, during his interviews at the end of season one, which was and really wasn't funny. he not supposed to say that yet? He was yeah like no one there was no confirmation that there was going to be a second or third season like the way that it had ended it was just like that was it and everyone's like oh my god what happens next and then he was like well I guess we'll find out during Mandalorian season three with the dark saber and everyone's like what the fuck. That's okay. He, 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 she, uh, he was overshadowed when Rosario Dawson accidentally said that Vader was going to be in Ahsoka. That's okay. Who, um, who, who did the big leak not too long ago? It was her. About... She, she said Hayden's in Ahsoka. Oh, is that, that's what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't I know. Sure there was another, I wasn't sure there was another Star Wars leak. Yeah, I'm trying no, to think. That was, like the, one. That was leak. the big one that everyone was like, oh, it. And she got in huge trouble with Lucas and Disney for her. I mean, like, but but you also have like Mark Mark, Mark Ruffalo and uh, Tom Holland, who always end up like dropping just the the unfortunate spoiler during an interview. I mean, that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to make the universe. They're trying to take what they do with Marvel, where everyone's in everyone else's stuff, so it, it's you know all together. Like Guardians are in Thor: Love and Thunder, and. Who's somebody's in Ant Man? They already they announced it last week. I can't remember who the new Ant Man, the Quantum Man. Oh, Kang. Kang. Yeah, is well, Kang's gonna be the Quantumania. he's gonna be the big bad guy. I wish people are pissed that Kang's in Ant Man. I'm like, what? Why? Why, why do you get sense. pissed he's... about the dumbest things? Ant Man's the one that can go all the way down to like the Quantum Verse and like oh, exactly. He, he can get all the way. He can go down to that stuff. So like that's gonna be sick. So how else is he gonna figure out how to crawl in Kang's ass and explode full, him from the full inside? termite, dude? Just it's... like the boys. I've never laughed. Did you? You got that meme I sent you, right? Where it was like how Ant Man destroys. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, speaking of Rosario Dawson, she also confirmed that Grand Admiral Thrawn will be a major part of the new Disney Plus series. No Leading shit. actress Rosario Dawson confirmed that Grand Admiral Thrawn will be a major part of the new, new Disney Plus series. She said below. Thrawn, man, incognito. Maybe we get the Scarlet Witch to help us. She can jump through multiverses, right? Let's go, girl. Yeah, I mean, that's a really big key kind of giveaway in Mando about what my show could potentially be about. Obviously, we are really trying to track Thrawn down, so we'll see what happens, dot, dot, dot. So excited, dude. I love Thrawn so much. Filoni saw the rough cut of Ahsoka and said, quote, it was a religious experience, end quote. (laughs) Okay. I mean, how proud are you as Dave Filoni, though? You created that character, and yeah, here you he... are. It's live action, Rosario mm-hmm. Dawson, Admiral Thrawn, who he probably grew up reading, you know, Timothy Zahn books with. They're all there on the screen. I mean, it's got to be a surreal moment for him, because you know he's as big a fanboy as we are at, of all yeah. of this. So that's probably... I couldn't imagine. I mean, it's like, it's yeah. like watching your baby grow up, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's that's cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm... I'm excited. Uh, does that give you? Does that give any? Does that change your opinion of the show and what your thoughts were going to be about? No, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be about. No, yeah. I mean, like, it, like the show, it makes sense. It picks up where Rebels left off. Like that was a huge cliffhanger with with Ahsoka. Like we we got closure with Hera. We we kind of like knew what Hera was going to do. Like you know, Cannon died. They had a son. Um, I would love to know more about the sun at some point, um, unless there's already been comics or he's in another show that I haven't watched yet. But it would be cool to see more about that. 
Um, but yeah, we, we the, the big piece where Rebels ends is Ezra and Thrawn firing off into hyperspace with the space whales. And then we go, we, we jump forward to the end of Empire, or, uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. And you've got Ahsoka and you've got, uh, you know, she's, she's got this mission to go find Ezra with Sabine. So it's, it's, a uh, it's one of those things where she is a beloved character and the way they ended it was like, it was the perfect ending for Ahsoka because it left the, the, the door wide open for her, especially with that, the veil of the force. Like that in the, the last like three episodes of rebels open up so many possibilities for star Wars. It's not even funny. It, yeah. There's just so much in there. Like, the entire the the um for the celestials the entire celestial story arc is still wide open like we we like we don't know what happens after that like we we see them in clone wars we know what happens with the daughter the daughter gives her life to save ahsoka we know we know that the mother has been imprisoned we know that the mother exists um to a certain degree kevin had like you you know like I know you know you love Abeloth. You really, really enjoy her story arc. Um, but you know, like she was imprisoned by by the father. Yes. And then the son and the daughter would visit her. Yes. And like, and there was like this weird, there was this weird loop where she would escape and then she would get imprisoned, and like like that's how time went on. And then eventually she just broke out of her prison. They weren't able to keep her. At bay, and that's and where Luke, Luke comes fight in. Her, and she fucks him up the first time, and I think he goes back and wins. He doesn't kill her, but he wins. But, so, like, we time. could still have that entire story arc with the Celestials, because, like, the mother isn't thrown out. She just hasn't been brought up. We just, we assume that she exists because, because the, the father, because of the father, daughter, and son were shown. Um, I mean, it's just like the, the Yuzong Vong. We assume they exist because there's been references and hints to them. And right, I know exactly. you said stuff about the Grisk and whatnot, but it's already been confirmed that the Grisk and the Yuzong Vong are two different things. Right. Um, so, which makes things very interesting. Um, they're, they're saving a lot. Um, you know, they'll test the waters with print media and animation and then see, you know, what works for TV shows and live action. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, Tim. I want, I, I want to see. Do do we? Did they confirm who's playing Ezra yet? Uh, wait. Isn't it? Wasn't it going to be the Flash? No, no, no. God, no. Ezra Miller could have sworn everyone was saying that Ezra Bridger is he's having quite the the time right now. I thought everyone was making fun of the fact that he was going to be Ezra. 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 Miller. I could have sworn it. It's the the kid who's playing the Flash who just got arrested for for grand larceny. No, it's his fan castings. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because I saw that on Twitter yesterday, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Two months ago, it was Yuvon. And then they still haven't announced who Thrawn's going to be, right? No. Uh, why do they keep playing with us like that? Are you really think they're going to wait till D23 to announce? Not, we know it's not lars mickelson because there was something with a fan film and him and they that's such a want... bullshit reason we talked about this before i think that's so dumb if that's actually the reason why they kept him from being thrown live action because he did some fan film because he loves star wars and fuck you disney i hope i hope that's just like a throw throw them off the scent rumor um i hope so it's... that i mean like that's a great like that's a great way to piss people off and then make yeah. them go oh my gosh i knew the whole time I still think Mina Musad would be the best Ezra Bridger, but that's my personal. Is opinion. that the guy who played Aladdin? Yes. Yeah, he's really good. He, I think he would be, you know, 
Aside from Rahul Kohli, but Rahul Kohli's too old at this He's point. He's too old. It wouldn't so, work. Um, I finished uh, Shadow of the Sith today. Yeah. I have a feeling this this will be one of your most favorite Star Wars books that you've ever read. <sighs> okay. The shit that they dive into with Exegol and the Sith. So there's this one ancient Sith that they talk about. His name is Exum Panchard. I'll tell you that much. He's he's new. He's completely new. They have not fleshed out anything about him except this little bit that he once ruled a planet long forgotten. How cool is that description? Yeah, that's really neat. And then they go through his history. I'm not going to tell you what they do. I'm not going to tell you how they do it. But the way they teach you about who this guy was and mm -hmm. what the, the the shit he did, yeah, which is super dark, um, is incredible. Uh, he's like, I want more X and Panchard. Uh, so, uh, but it's all linked to remember Yup Tashu from the uh, uh, Aftermath books. He's the creep who served Sidious. Yes, that's obsessed with the dark yes, side. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. He's yes, involved yes. in all of this. Oh wait, so the guy who was going around collecting all the relics and shit. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was weird. He was the one. Oh, and they went and found like Vader's kyber crystal and stuff. Yeah, he's one of the oh. ones that's walking with Vader in A New Hope with the weird like bubble shaped hat and stuff like that. And the very vibrant clothing. The him? Blue and the purple. He's one of them. I don't know which one he is, but he's oh, one of them. he's just one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so those so are zealots. Yup to shoot. Yup to shoot. Play well. I, I, I'm not saying anything. Fuck, okay. Yup to shoot plays into it. And this, and then you're going to learn about the cult of the Sith Eternal big time uh, and how they operate. Um, and then um, I will, the, just like I said, I I got to the part today because it's the end of the book where Rey gets left on Jakku and her yeah. parents go do what they have to do. And obviously, you know, they die. Um, what? I'm kidding. I sat next to you in the movie theater when you. When I, we, yeah, it was it, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but that is just like you, you just the whole book you're just like just get it over with just get it over with it's and like then it happens you're like son of, coming it's just horrible you're son of a bitch i hate this i hate everything my heart is broken um you know and it added it added good context to ray's character and it really helps um <laughs> like my biggest complaint is that her parents were not portrayed in the movie like they are in this book. It's almost like this weird, I don't shame. want to say retcon. That's not the way I would say it. But my God, the way her parents are is going to, it's just, it makes the whole situation 10 times worse. Uh, what what happened there. So um, it's a journey. It's fun. The Sith side of stuff is, it's probably the best they've done fleshing out a lot of the Sith in this era. Uh -huh. Um and learning about you know what Exegol is to an extent. Again, they're still very mysterious, but we get more information on what it is, why it's there, how it operates, all that stuff. Um, you know, because it was for years it was Corban's the Sith homeworld. Corban's Sith homeworld. Yeah. Yes, Corban is the Sith homeworld. The the Exegol is like this whole other level of, of Sith mysticism, if you will. And you'll right. you'll get more. part of it has to do with the the excerpt you read um, from the book. Yeah, when we did really that. Good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, once you understand why that happened, it'll make Exegol seem even more like myst mystical, if you will. Yeah, that, um, was, that was Luke fighting the shadow 
Warriors. Yeah, but it's more how I'm not gonna say it, but yeah. I'm just trying it, to remember. I'm just trying to remember the excerpt. Yeah, they're it's basically good. yeah. It's essentially anyway. But yeah, there's there's that, and uh, yeah. So enjoy, and I will yeah, once I you're done. It. I would love to dive into it. Did you finish Brotherhood? Yeah, yeah. That was so. That was really good. I really enjoyed that. It it definitely it, it really makes like Padme and Anakin's relationship a lot more emotional. Um, it definitely, definitely paints a very, I wouldn't say like romantic relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan, but it's definitely like that, like that intimate, like brotherly connection. Like, you know, it's like, it just, it makes it all, it, it makes Obi-Wan hurt more. Um, like the show, like it just, it just, it really does go hand in hand with like some of those throwbacks, like the, the flashbacks that he had to, with Anakin. Um, it just makes that hurt more. Um, it also it also paints the Trade Federation in a completely different light, which I thought was really interesting because I didn't know a lot about the Namoidians, um, mm. and like just like their their homeworld and like and how all of that worked and like how you know they really wanted to be like this this neutral uh, kind of like free and like free people and they were always shit on and they're like you know no one really cared about us until we actually became the Trade Federation blah 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 so it, it was cool it was it was neat it it. it it was a cool way to look into that culture because they've never really been painted. At least for me, I've never found a way for them not to be the bad guy. You know, just like it's always the trade federations, the bad that, you know, they, they're a part of the separatists, you know, they're the, they're the uh, supplying of, of the droids and everything else, but there, there's so much more to them. So, uh, but yeah, brother, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Cool. I thought it was, I thought it was, like, it was a good listen. It's started, like, it was not like super action packed. Like there's parts that are like that, that there's some action in it, but it, it's not like the normal Star Wars read. Okay, I can still enjoy still that. fun. It's still it's still a fun. It's a fun story builder for Anakin and Padme and Obi Wan. I might have to take a little Star Wars break because Hunter wants to uh, read The Hobbit with me. So <gasps> oh, that'll be fun. Because my wake up music in the morning is The Bridge of Khazad Doom because it's like the only thing that can get me out of bed. It's like, da, 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 you shall not pass the whole thing. Yep. So it's, so he loves the song. He's like, it's so epic, Dad. Do, do, is do, everything do, in Lord do, of the Rings epic? And I was like, uh, pretty much, do, yeah, the, the whole yeah. thing. Uh, and then I started telling him about the ends and the all that stuff. And he was like, I, I really want to start this stuff. So it's like, well, we let's read play, The Hobbit. So, That's so play start. play the soundtrack for The Hobbit while you're reading different oh, parts I will. of the movie. Oh, dude. I, oh. He's Enhance seen the cartoon. He's seen the cartoon. He he really wants to get into the live action, but I'm like, you got to read the book to get the full feeling. Uh, yeah, like I'm not gonna sit there and sing Misty Mountains to him because it's bar for bar in the book. So I'll just I'll play Richard Armitage singing it because he does a better job than I do. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, so I'm, I might take a break after the second Thrawn book, or you know, we'll see if I can balance both at the same time. Um, so you and McGregor, this comes from StarWarsNewsNet.com, thinks season two of Obi Wan is happening. There's a video of him on a panel. Uh, and he says, and it, the Twitter is all things Kenobi. And I was like, oh man, they, they got the story out and I clicked it and it is not our friends from all things Kenobi. I'm very confused. Oh. Um, uh, there's no plan to make one. Most versus all you're right. That was the confusing part. It was the things Kenobi that got me, Paul things Kenobi uh there's no plan to make one yet, but I'm pretty sure they are just biding time. No one has approached me, but I would really love to do this i'm totally up for it i want to do it we Sorry, talked about Tim. this no we totally talked about this like like he wants like he he is so happy like you saw him on stage during celebration 
He's like, I've never been to a Star Wars celebration. I'm coming back. This is so cool. Also, look at Hayden. Hayden wants to, he wants to bring Anakin back. He wants to be Vader for as long as possible. You've got two people who just carry Disney Plus on their back. Like, holy shit. Like, they are carrying the Star Wars. Like, we thought, like, I mean, like, Mando was carrying it for a while. Obi-Wan's carrying this bitch now. Um, like that is that is definitely where the bar is set, and for them to not explore more uh, show ideas with Obi Wan and with with Vader current, um, I think would be would be a huge shot in the foot. So it, it would make sense for them to do an Obi Wan season two. There's so much more we could explore with that. I'm sure. I mean, look how much that we were like. There's no fucking way they could make this into a show, and it was like one of the best Star Wars shows I thought, in my opinion, in a long time. So I, I I had a great time, and I would love to see a season two. Because yeah, it blew, it blew mean, Mando season two out of the water for me. Like, Mando season two for me was really, really rough. Um, like, there was definitely parts that I really enjoyed. Like, once we got to Bo-Katan, and we got to, like, the end with the Darksaber, and, like, that stuff was really fun. Um, but there was definitely parts of Mando where it was, like, it was a lot of filler. Um, Boba Fett was fun for a little bit, but there was a lot of filler. Uh, and then you get to Obi-Wan, and it's just like, holy shit. Oh, no oh my filler. gosh. Wow. It was like nothing was filler. It was just bam, bam, bam every episode. So it's just, uh, it would be, again, I think it'd be really silly for them not to do another show. Even if it's not Obi-Wan, even if, like, remember, we were talking about how it was supposed to be a movie. Like, that first season was just the first part of the movie. So mm-hmm. technically, there's, a th- there's three acts in this movie, which they could essentially make into three seasons if they really wanted to. And we still have the diaries of Obi-Wan um, that they can pull information from. I mean, like, hell, Obi-Wan and Black Chrysanthemum are supposed to fight at some point. That'd be really cool to see. I'd love to see that. That'd be awesome. People didn't like... People said my meme was dark when what I meme? said... When I did the Anakin with half of his face cut off during a duel with Obi-Wan and said, you didn't kill K-Magic 101, chat. I did. And people were like, this is but dark, you, Kevin. I'm like, But you what? did. I did. I did. I made the choice. I am I am I am Anakin in this situation. You're all Obi-Wan, so get over it. Uh <laughs> or I will strike you down. Um I I'm 50-50 because I want to see him play more Obi-Wan and go on more adventures and do more stuff. But at the same time, I don't want them to play out I don't want them to veer too much from the idea that he's watching over Luke on Tatooine. Um you know, so is there other parts we can tell? Are there uh, is there enough adventures in there that we can not deviate from that? Also, can we recast the kid who plays Luke? Because I can't stand him. So, dude, the memes. He's just got such a punchable <laughs> face. Everyone's like, like, that's an iPad kid. I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it's just. It was like, like that's not bad, kid, because it was like a meme of like Obi Wan saying hello there, and he goes, "You have Fortnite to play." It was just like, yes. oh my yeah. god, yeah, iPad kid, hundred <laughs> percent. Like so, I, I just no, I couldn't do it. I I might have let Reva kill him personally if I was Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, no, if we could recast you, that's him, a chosen one, dude. <laughs> that kid is not the chosen one. The chosen that kid one. is not the chosen one. I'm coming. Um, I'm so, I'm sorry to the actor that played him. I'm only messing around. Um, I haven't said you just, a bunch of kids. You you might not have the chops for this business, kid. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> he could be a pro Fortnite player. I mean, he is. <laughs> damn dude, 
Man, you got a face for a no cam streamer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Kevin. <laughs> that's so wrong. <laughs> like, that's what you just said. <laughs> you have a face that only a mother could love and chat can't see. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, for the next 10 minutes, we're going to be roasting the actor who played Luke Skywalker. In Obi-Wan, I hope you enjoy this bit. <laughs> in other news, two Star Wars podcast hosts decided to rail on a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> they spent 10 minutes making fun of him. Anyway, um, uh, Fantasy Flight Games has announced plans to publish a new Star Wars game in 2023. Don't get too excited. What is Fantasy Flight Games? The new Star Wars deck-building game will be released in 2023 and is being designed by Caleb Grace, one of the lead designers on Marvel Champions, which is a good deck-building game, uh, and Lord of the Rings, a card game, which is also a good deck-building game. No other details were provided about the game other than that. Other than that, the game will be a competitive PvP-style game as opposed to co-op-style card game. Look, uh, this is how I play deck-building games. I play them until they try and force me into microtransactions, and then I just go, I'm just going to go play Hearthstone. Um, So that's pretty much every single deck-building game. I would assume this is going to be no different. Paul's headline in the show notes when it said, announces plan to publish a new Star Wars game, I was like, what? And then I read deck-building on the next line. I went, oh. I'm glad I didn't look at the show notes because I'm – I'm really feeling this disappointment because you just yeah. said new Star Wars game and I got really excited. I mean, because all is, of my Star Wars games is. that I was looking forward to have either been disbanded, um, uh, put on the shelf, or you know pushed back to next year. So that's where we're at. I don't even think the Switch game came out, Kevin. That, that the PvP game. I don't think that game Hunters. came out. Hunters. I think they pushed it back. Arriving in 2023. <laughs> yeah, they pushed it back. Remember how we were like, oh, they'll, they'll release it at Star Wars Celebration. And we're like, and you can play it now. It would have been so smart. Or a D23 would have been so smart. 2023. I'm it's so pro- tired of video games right now. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It I, is I was rough. talking to. Yeah, I was talking to to Clintus on Old Fashioned. I was talking to my friends like. It's the best and worst time to enjoy video games ever. But you it's both at the same yeah, time. No, I mean you're right. It's because a great the cutting time edge to get te- caught up on your backlog. And the cutting edge technology is all there. We're getting to see things that we we only dreamed of as kids. Mm-hmm. But the the way the games are being developed and produced and announced and everything is just so such a letdown. Well, and do you think I feel like Web three and and all of like the crypto uh, blockchain video games also like the, like the way the way that they came in during the pandemic definitely halted or at least stalled. Mm-hmm. I just saw I just saw today I was looking through Twitter. There was a um a, a, a blockchain game that I was following called uh what is it called uh Galaxy oh, Galaxy something. Anyways, it's did you ever watch like Robotech or Macross as a kid? Robotech. So Robotech, Robotech. it's it's essentially Robotech and Star Citizen made a baby. It's a massive universe. It's a massive star system, and you fly as a ship, and it can transform into the two other forms that were in Robotech, like the full Gundam, or you can be like the Havsies, where you're like you're part part person, part ship. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And like that's a crypt, like that's a blockchain game. You know, it's just like like you said, like games that we you know we only thought of as kids. Like that was a game that we imagined playing as kids. We're like, man, it'd be so cool to have a Robotech video game, but the technology didn't exist. 
And now this, I'm watching this guy, and he's flying. He's going like war. He just shot across the star system to another planet. Goes into like his 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 uh, humanoid mode and just starts like blasting stuff. Like that's so sick. Could you imagine a Star Wars game doing that? Like a Star Citizen Star Wars game that could happen now. And Unreal I mean, Five is making that so possible. I said if, years ago, if you can make a Star Wars game that essentially takes what GTA Online and Red Dead Online have done. Oh. Lightsaber fights, blasters, oh. PvP, PvE, the whole nine yards. Uh, I, I use the phrase open world very, very loosely here because you would need limitations on worlds, much like they do in, in uh, uh, Star Wars The Republic and they did in Galaxies. Galaxies are a bit more expansive. Um, but that experience where I'm going to go to Tatooine and, you know, I'm limited to a certain space on Tatooine. I can't run around the whole planet, obviously. Um, but you know, this is the space, the sandbox on Tatooine. This is the sandbox on Coruscant. This is the sandbox on Kashyyyk and so on and so forth. And experiencing that and, you know, making dark side, light side decisions, having the ability to be neutral and balanced would be such an interesting concept too. Um, it is really strange that we haven't gotten a Star Wars game like that, like, or at least they don't want to cannibalize Old Republic. That's it. Like they're making money off Old Republic. They would not. They just came out two months ago. We I think we talked about it last week and so said frustrating that an old game is gatekeeping essentially an open world Star Wars experience. Business hat. How much would it cost to develop what I just said versus oh, how much you could just kick the can down the road and keep collecting dollars. It's frustrating, though, because the like, populations on those games spike. They're going to have a population spike when Andor comes out because everyone's going to go. Fuck, I want to scratch my Star Wars itch and play it. You know, my my MMO Star Wars. Same thing with Lord of the Rings Online. Once once Rings of Power, their their numbers are boost. Yeah, but you have like talk- people that are like still playing Battlefront too. Like they're itching for Star Wars style games. Like, but they want yeah. like new and like shiny and looking cool. But it comes down, it's not about what the people want anymore. It's about what's cost effective and it's going to provide ROI. And that is the problem. I kn- Look, there's a happy medium with what I just said. Oh, you yeah. You can make just, people no happy. wants to go there. Right, because you can maximize profits for your shareholders by kicking the can down the road or reusing assets and not reinventing the wheel. That mm-hmm. is the problem, is we've become so consumed with ROI that you put yes men in the place of people that have a creative vision to do something fun and interesting. Sure. And maybe not make maybe they won't make fifty million, they'll make forty million. Oh, but God that ten million to the shareholders is everything. So that's yep. why we get shit. Mm-hmm. Rant yep. end. No, I mean like you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to hear more, you can listen to Kevin, Clintus, and is Mike is his Mike show? Yeah, Mike has actually done yeah. the and last then, two weeks because I have been then, on yeah, so Mike Clintus, Kevin on the uh, old fashioned podcast. Yes, old Ready man bitching out. about you. movies, video games. Oh shit, I have to watch Resident Evil for that. I keep forgetting. I heard that show was absolute shit. By the I way, I watched the first episode and I liked it. It left off on a cliffhanger, and so that's where I'm at. I was just like, I'll go in with an open mind, and I enjoyed it. My bro- I watched it with my brother. He came over for dinner, and uh, we watched the first episode. I was like, that was good, but uh, everyone was like, it gets worse, and I was like, oh okay, sick. I gotta watch Prey this weekend because you're so like, good, dude. You and now like four other people have told me like it stays it's, true it's, to Predator. It's, it's and perfect. that's the thing is like it's so good if you are a fan or and you are accustomed to like the Predator and Alien formula like, because yep. every movie that every Alien movie always follows the same formula. You know exactly what's gonna happen. 
Uh, Predator is exactly the same. It's one of those like underdog fights the the guy who's OP. You I still think... sweat it out because you're not sure how. Yeah, it's you're just happen. like, how is she gonna kill this fucker? Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you for listening to this episode of Star Wars and Scotch. We appreciate you as always. We're coming up to episode 100. I know, dude. Actually, that's crazy. We've got six hold more on, episodes. Let's see something. 95, 96, 97, mm-hmm. 98, 99. What week does Andor come out? The, the, oh, oh my God. No way. That's episode, that episode 100. <laughs> All right. We got to start planning for Holy what we're going to do for shit, Andor. That's episode 100. Wow. <laughs> that's so cool. It's like we planned well, that out. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll do something. We'll do, uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll talk. Uh, but thank you again. Make sure you head over to kingscoastcoffee.com and uh, uh, get that roaster's choice that Tim is just raving about this morning. Uh, and if you want to hear Tim rave about it more, you can go to fb.gg slash darkness429 nice. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m.-ish Eastern. Uh, and you can uh, search for him, Darkness429, everywhere else on the interwebs. Everything yeah. I do is at raredrop.co. If you want to hit me up personally, it's kmagic101 on Instagram and KevinXVision on Twitter. And if you'd like to follow us, it's Star Wars Scotch on Twitter and Star Wars and Scotch everywhere else. And again, we appreciate if you rate, review, subscribe, because it helps the show out immensely when Please. it comes to Google ratings. Uh, apparently, we're in like top... 25 or 50 in sci-fi podcasts on iTunes or something. Get like us that. the top so. 100 or one. Get us the what? number one spot. <laughs> it's like, Tim, we're in the top 100. No, no, get us the number one. Top 10. Let's go. So thank you for that. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, we'll just continue prepping for Andor uh, and, and doing some fun stuff That's involving crazy. Star Wars. I can't believe episode 100 is going to land right on that day. Thanks, Disney. Uh, first thing nice you've done for me this year. Uh, besides releasing Obi-Wan. Uh, but um, you all have a great week, and we will see you next time. And until then, may the Force be with you. Always. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.